Hey, John, sorry about that. Having some technical technical um, issues that I'm trying to resolve. Let's see. All right. As you are aware, let's see. <laughs> no. And that's John. I, I think I thought the same thing myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, everything's so automated. You you don't always keep up to date on things, and so it's like, oh man, did I forget something? Yeah, I you know, I, um, with a lot of the stuff that's going on now, um, our technology our technology is so day to day. So I try to uh, try not to be too overwhelmed by the idea that it's, you know, it's not going to, there's really no right way for it to work just yet. Um, trying to establish that is a little overwhelming. Um, and then I have, I, as, as the, the IT guy for a lot of different companies, you know, they look to me for the answers to stuff. Um, so a big part of why I do these weekly meetings is really kind of establishing uh, a platform for people that are interested in the technology and things that we can do to improve it um, based on uh, our collaborative efforts. Um, last week we did, uh, I addressed some of the basic criterias uh, for people that are involved in the involvement with no missed opportunities. Uh, I had a speaker that expressed uh, some of the um, potential layouts that we could offer um, in regards to our curriculum. Um, and the week prior to that, I uh, had an app demo for the way that our virtual schools will potentially can use the app. Whereas I don't believe that so far as I've seen, I haven't seen other uh, virtual schools that are designed based around the app. The app makes it a little bit easier uh, for two reasons. One in the app development process you know, we want to have an app that uh, has some sort of reason for people to download it and use it on a daily basis. Uh, so the app development, uh, again, later on, uh, if we are able to get a few more um, potential partners in the meeting, I'll be able to um, show our website, which is piranhadevelopment.blogspot.com that we're building from. I've also invited a few other app designers. Uh, so that way, if they're able to contribute to what we are currently having uh, designed, that may be um, a space that they're able to uh, generate income from because as of right now, the virtual school process is pretty much being created. Um, 
I am not aware of any existing um, virtual school that's that's currently um, a leader in virtual schools. They're being created because of the current pandemic. So uh, trying to work around what is already out there and make things that are going to be Uh, safe, uh, you know, for people that are involved is generally what my focus is. I don't think that I'm going to be doing that myself. I think that that's going to take an effort. Um, so I've currently partnered with um, Grace Lutheran Church, which is headed by uh, Dr. S.T. Williams, the pastor there, and uh, Ronald Boyd, which is the uh, congregation president, as well as uh, Enoch, which is the, uh, I believe, the pastor in training at that church. Um, they are building a facility uh, where it's a community center that um, the grand opening is going to be November 22nd at 3 p.m. Uh, for VES, which is Veterans Stand Together. Uh, so that way they can offer a veteran community uh, employment, uh, job development, support services, uh, as well as uh, veteran referral services. They're also offering uh, youth services, which is a big part of what the virtual school is, uh, is going to be some of the youth services that we offer. Um, in regards to the virtual school, some of the things that we're trying to address currently are going to be, um, you know, what what's the best way to design a virtual school? These are uh, relatively new concepts and to be a leader in virtual schools, uh, it's going to be a collaborative effort of, of you know, developers, designers, investors, um, as well as other uh, individuals that can offer their service, as well as teachers. Um, some of the classes that um, we're looking to have are pretty much going to be innovation. It's going to be innovation to existing um, It's so overwhelming to think about that. Uh, the, the innovation is based off the fact that we have a current pandemic. You know, as much as we'd like to believe that our, our government is going to come up with a solution for this, it's not something that they're showing uh, in these past months that they have a handle on. Um, as of recent, our president has recently caught the COVID-19. Um, the presidential debates are not addressing some of the existing uh, COVID-19 issues. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of blame being placed and no solutions being given. So, um, one of the things that we're trying to focus on is what's going to make our virtual school leader in this environment. Uh, the expectations of our 
government implementing something that's going to provide safety for us. Uh, it, it, I don't want to call it false, but I don't want to rely on it uh, because of the already existing issues that we're currently having. So I'm trying to work around that. Uh, some of the things that I wanted to be able to uh, collaborate on or, or get a little bit more ideas would be investors incentives what would make an investor want to be a part of our virtual school um, as it being a new uh, innovation to our society some of the investment isn't um, it's not going to be an immediate return on investment uh, as it's a developing investment. Uh, so, you know, we can't exactly say what the benefits of a virtual school are going to be as of yet. Um, also, I want to focus in on student incentives. What is going to make a student want to come to our virtual school rather than another virtual school? Um, each state is offering virtual schools. One of the benefits of trying to have a smaller uh, base virtual school is that it's going to be directed towards individual students rather than trying to take the existing student body and format their curriculum to, um, you know, 30 plus students a class. Um, I'm also looking into our accreditation and being able to accept the financial aid uh, for college-based students. So that way, that in itself generates the income for the virtual schools. Um, also, why I invited um, over 500 industry members in the flooring industry is because one of the things that our virtual school will have is professional job placement. So that is going to be based on the investors and the companies that are giving incentives to our school. So that way our students are able to learn a curriculum that is geared towards getting them job placement in individual industries based off of the contributors to our virtual school. Um, as well as uh, safety concerns. You know, I am not a professional in a pandemic. I am a professional uh, developer. So with that being the case, I don't, you know, any of these concerns in building the virtual school, you know, it's not gonna be just myself coming up with the solutions for a lot of this, uh, as well as some of the things that I wanted to address if possible with some of uh, future developers, which again, this is why I record these meetings is so that way our developers can rewatch this at, uh, on their, in their available time. Uh, the pandemic really puts us in a position where people are living day, to, day by day, and they are uh, trying to stay safe, uh, among other things, and there is no uh, outline solution of what we're to expect uh, by the week. 
so one of the things that I would like some feedback on is particular uh, hardware and equipment that's going to be the safest use to be able to build a virtual school and a platform uh, for safety reasons in the pandemic. So um, I going to include what we currently already have in a screen share, which this did go out to our uh, email marketing, which gives them an opportunity to kind of watch over this. And it doesn't necessarily have to be live, but I'm reiterating, reiterating this in our live meeting. This is our current, which I want to make sure I have this. This is the, the location um, of our virtual school being built, uh, which is going to be 936 West Vernon Ave in Los Angeles, uh, 90037 zip. That's in California. Over this past weekend, we did a, a community giveaway of the COVID kits and uh, virtual school supplies uh, for the community in Los Angeles, which as you can see kind of outside here uh, was going on while I was recording the location with uh, Pastor S.T. Williams on the inside. Way for West.
Okay, so that's the, the location again is going to be 936 West Vernon Ave, Los Angeles, uh, California 90032. Again, you can go to the website. Um, that location is uh, mainly set up to do uh, enrollment, as you've seen the, the different offices available that are going to be offering veteran services as long as well as our computer lab. Um, we also have an upstairs uh, event center location that's currently uh, open and available, but due to the pandemic, we are generally still trying to figure a um, the best processes to use for safety reasons. Um, and again, any suggestions would help in that. Uh, and I do have a video of the upstairs location and kitchen. Currently, we're using um, what we're going to be offering is uh, Piranha Services to do our app development, which is an app development company. When you go to piranhasdevelopment.blogspot.com, it will have the video featuring uh, our past Zoom meeting 
that goes into the details in regards to the app demo and the app development that we are uh, currently uh, planning to use for the virtual schools. Uh, our services for that particular app so that way it is cost effective to generate. Um, income will be offering an app banner for over 100 pages uh, with a rotating of five different advertising banners uh, each page. So again, if you're interested in app development, we are offering uh, a basic app design uh, that will not include launching your app on uh, Google Play or the Apple App Store. Uh, so that way we can actually do the app demo for you. Uh, so that way we can make adjustments. Again, uh, if you view the app demo that was done on the first page, it'll give you a better idea of what that essentially will be for your app idea. And then we also will be offering a full app launch of your app design. Um, the initial pricing is, you know, roughly going to be $10,000. Um, and that is to have your app developed and launched on Google Play or the app stores. Um, also, we're offering uh, Zoom basic meetings, which is going to be a 30 minute class, which will be offered through our virtual school. Uh, basically showing you some of the uh, simple steps of utilizing the zoom because as much as we'd like to believe that in the future, um, we won't be utilizing zoom, but it's becoming part of our daily life. So being able to log in, uh, attend the meetings, you know, turn your microphone on and off, uh, utilizing your camera. Uh, we'll be able to assist you with utilizing Zoom for future business meetings, uh, which is one of the reasons why we do this on a weekly basis. Um, and then we also have a, a Zoom advanced class, part of our curriculum, which will be an hour long. So that way it gives you an opportunity to learn how to uh, attend the meetings, you know, work your microphone, your camera, be able to record on Zoom, which is what's going on currently in this Zoom video, as well as screen sharing and how to set up your settings so that way you can offer. Uh, there's different options through your settings that allow you to uh, facilitate your Zoom meetings, which these classes are going to be important because the design of the virtual school will be mostly through Zoom, if not our app. So you'll need to be able to functionally use the Zoom platform until we are using another platform. So that way you can facilitate your classes. Ideally, we want the classes to be recorded um, prior to having students in the classes so that way you can better um, facilitate 
questions and or communications with anyone that is having any trouble through the chat feature, which one of the things that uh, we're offering in the chat feature, which I'll be able to use it here. Um, we also have the donations page uh, for no missed opportunities, um, which I'll put this on here so that way I can use the chat feature. Okay, which I'm not sure if this actually will go out in our meetings as something that shows through our donations, but I wanted to be able to use that particular feature for future classes um, in using the chat feature, which is where most of the communications will be going on. Um, John, you know, we, we discussed some app designs. Do you have any feedback concerning, uh, you know, this Zoom meeting or uh, anything that you would like to offer or potentially be able to um, utilize the time that we have available to offer some of the services through your company? Uh, well, just on a personal level, um, I definitely, I would like to get with your team, whoever's doing the website and stuff like that, offer some pointer suggestions. Uh, you know, with my UX UI development background, I do full stack. So everything from the very conception all the way to deployment, uh, including the back end, everything like that. So I'd be more than happy to, you know, help them out with any kind of questions, concerns. Uh, I did notice that it was also done in HTML. I didn't know if that was by design, um, the way that they have the file set up. So again, I would be more than happy to speak with them, see how they're doing it, uh, make some suggestions and, and some things that I feel would make it uh, present itself a little bit better. Uh, of course, from my professional side here with Sigma Solve, uh, you know, we work with companies all the time, uh, you know, startups, stuff like that. You know, we see this, we definitely think you'll have what it takes. You know, we'll be more than happy to help where we can uh, when it's allowed, you know, so. <laughs> and that's just about it. Um, we like to, you know, keep in touch, make sure there's nothing we can't do, uh, you know, and of course, where we can, I'll offer my expertise uh, going forward and stuff like that. So where, um, where would anyone watching the video be able to contact you so that way they have a better, uh, they have better accessibility to some of the services that you offer as well? Oh, yeah, it's uh, sigmasolve.net. Uh, of course, we have Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, all the fun stuff. Uh, so, you know, anybody, I prefer Facebook personally. Uh, I just think it's easier to reach people out on uh, when you're looking for something quick. You know, it's friendly. Send us a message or feel free to go to our website. We have live chat support. Uh, not 24 hours, but for the most part, we have people throughout the world working for us. So, you know, we have all time zones pretty much on watch. Uh, if you know, you don't get someone right back with you, if you leave your email address or a contact method, uh, whatever it may be, we'll be sure to reach back out to you within a reasonable time frame. Your audio is cut out.
got an unstable connection there. Are you currently working on any other, um, is anyone, are you currently working with any other virtual schools as of right now? Uh, so with the virtual school concept, not necessarily. Uh, you know, we have tried to reach out to some of our local principalities uh, about helping them with their virtual school launches. Unfortunately, as a parent, I've seen it. It's quite a mess. <laughs> you know, so having a well more organized would definitely benefit everybody involved. Uh, as far as LMS goes, uh, we are actually working on two LMS uh, where it's basically company based. So they or, you know, pay based where we have individuals who sell their platforms uh, similar to Udemy, where basically someone can go on there and join their group or, you know, their company through a membership and have access to specific videos pertaining to their membership level, uh, you know, and view specific video and content accessible only at the paid level that they're at. And of course, you know, unlimited memberships get all access, et cetera. Uh, you know, we've done some things with LMSs. Uh, we actually hope to be partnering up here shortly with a Canadian company uh, working on a much larger based LMS system. I'm not too familiar with everything on that yet because it hasn't formulated. Uh, but, you know, that's something we're keeping our eyes out for. Okay. Have you, um, are you aware of, of any uh, leaders in in the virtual school sector or niche? So when it comes to like grade school and, you know, continuing education, uh, you know, again, as a parent, I, I've been familiarized with quite a few ones, uh, even before COVID with Florida K through 12, uh, which is one of the most mainstream ones. Uh, you know, I, I think there is definitely, it has always been, uh, need for improvement. However, there's never been a push for it. I think with COVID, it's definitely putting the push there, but no one's responding. So I do think, again, this is a good opportunity for y'all to set the standard. That's, a, that's very exciting and very disturbing at the same time. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you if you look at any virtual school previous to COVID, or even I'm sure the existing ones, the reviews are not high, uh, basically because a lot of schools depend on other technologies, not just their own. For instance, uh, some of my nieces and nephews have to use Microsoft Teams. Uh, my son has to use Zoom. You know, there's there's collaboration across multiple technologies to get this to work. So no one has actually sat down and said instead of using other people's stuff, let's use our own. Or, you know, if we're all gonna use this, let's make it standardized, but that's not the case. Okay. Yes, I, uh, I was a little overwhelmed this week in regards to um, doing this week's uh, virtual meeting because of the, um, this past weekend, uh, we spent doing a community outreach at the church and I was able to get some of the videos there and I was a little overwhelmed by uh, what they're already doing with the church. And, and it's, uh, it's something that over the last couple months, I've just mainly been doing the marketing. Uh, so I hadn't actually seen uh, the construction that was being done and it, it kind of jump-started uh, me having to develop some of the curriculum ideas. Um, 
I was curious if in your area, because you're in Florida, correct? Correct, Southern Florida. Southern Florida, okay. Do you, do you, are you currently offering, um, like, do they have uh, Postmates and DoorDash, things of that nature? Yeah, yeah, we have uh, third-party deliveries. Okay. Um, one of the things that I did want to offer uh, through this particular location being in uh, Southern Los Angeles um, is the education on those particular services because in this pandemic, there's a huge issue with unemployment um, and job creation. Excuse me. Um, so one of the things that I did want to offer was uh, the processes and how to even apply to those third party um, apps that, you know, at least allow people to be able to generate an income based off of uh, a real, realistically a need uh, because there's a lot more people Your, your microphone's off. Yeah, no, the audio had cut out for a second there. Oh. I just heard that. Yeah, are you, are you guys, um, are you guys uh, under any type of quarantine during the pandemic right now in Florida? Uh, so actually, unfortunately, our governor just lifted a lot of restrictions. Um, however, when it was under the quarantine, I didn't, we at Sigma Solve, uh, are obviously not deemed by most as a necessity. Uh, so we did work from home. That was not an issue for any of us, uh, as we're all familiar with computers. <laughs> you know, so luckily uh, there was some some learning curve for some people getting set up through uh, an internet, uh, you know, VPN. Uh, but as far as utilization of everything, we've been pretty uh, straightforward. So unfortunately, due again to the governor opening up a lot of the uh, restrictions, especially on restaurants and stuff like that, capacity numbers, um, hopefully we won't see a surge in cases down here, uh, but it's unfortunately uh, seeming to go in that direction because, you know, as things die down, people are getting more comfortable, they become more relaxed. Uh, you know, I sometimes don't wipe down all my groceries when I get back from the store. <laughs> You know, I, I typically spray them down with alcohol, wipe them down completely uh, just to be safe. Um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll just do a quick wipe down instead of a deep clean like I normally do. Um, and again, you know, that's going to have to pick back up because of the people going back out there. You know, as the numbers got down, I got more comfortable. But now that the restrictions have been lifted, it's time to go back into that safe mode uh, and make sure, you know, because it's not just about ourselves. You know, it's the kids, it's our grandparents, it's their parents and such forth, you know, we have to make sure, respect our neighbors, respect ourselves, just, you know, be considerate of each other. And if you don't have to do something that won't hurt somebody, you know, if you don't have to do something to help somebody, then just do it, right? You know, you don't need to go somewhere, don't go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, yeah. we have to go through you, but I, I think that um, uh, you, like myself, uh, we're a little bit more uh, technically based. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that you're that you're suggesting, you know, isn't isn't a standard practice uh, as far as just wiping the groceries down. Um, there is, you know, there's not a basis of criteria in regards to this as a, a pandemic that those are the type of um, suggestions that, again, I don't believe that everyone is aware of. So trying to, trying to establish those on, on an overall scale uh, and like you said, it, it, it for our country, period, you know, um, it's a pandemic. There's not, there's no, there's nowhere that I have actually seen wipe your groceries down. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, where is that posted? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you think about it, you know, every time I pick something up and I don't buy it, I'm like, wow, you know, if I had the virus, that would have been transmitted right there, you know, just because of my absentee of wanting to see what was on the back of the bottle, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, uh, it's, it's little things like that that we're finding out um, that are, you know, definitely changing the way uh, we live. Uh, again, uh, you know, even these, the meetings, I, I find that people are not so inclined to there's a hesitation to even do a Zoom meeting, which in the process of sending this meeting out to over uh, 500, 500 people, I know 50 people have opened this email, okay, with the live, a live feed going on right now to even actually log into it tends to be there's a hesitation and the 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 disturbing part about the hesitation to that is that we don't have a like some people are hesitant to log into a zoom meeting because they don't know what it's about so the, the challenge is to get uh, people to be a little bit more interactive virtually um, that, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a new process. I, I want to say because through Google plus these uh, services were offered, you know, through the so West coast company in 2014. So now through no missed opportunities is trying to educate um, trying to educate in the availability of the Zoom meetings in a safer environment rather than, um, you know, risking meeting on a weekly basis, as well as I'm able to meet with someone like yourself in a, in a whole nother state across the country that are that's dealing with some of the same exact issues that we're dealing with. We're also, we're also kind of ramping up, like you said, some of the um, regional areas are opening up what is uh, going to be our upcoming flu season um, with COVID. And I don't, I believe that a lot of the, the opening up has more to do with 
uh, a lot of the economy issues that we're dealing with right now, not so much the safety issues, because if our government officials are becoming ill from the COVID, it's showing that again, it is spreading um, and it's not demographically placed, it's spreading to the people that make the decisions. So if they're unable to uh, prevent from catching it, it, I'm pretty sure that more heavily populated areas, the, the spread of it would be a lot faster. I mean, I, I mean, I currently, I currently assume that our president doesn't have as much access to people as, as most individuals. <laughs> so, um, you know, trying to develop a, a, a virtual school where the students themselves are not interacting, uh, trying to reverse engineer that is generally what my focus is. And, and that's kind of why I present some of these meetings and I record them so that way people can watch them at their, um, at their convenience. Uh, you know, with that being said, it's, uh, there's a limitations to it because people are, you know, they're basically just trying to survive day by day uh, with no real education on how they're supposed to do that. Um, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drag this particular week, weekly meeting on because I was able to send this out um, via email and I used a different approach this time because it's still in the, the beta testing phase. Uh, I definitely appreciate you um, joining and uh, offering some sort of feedback um, and, you know, no missed opportunities is, you know, vigilant in these weekly meetings. I know that a lot of people don't necessarily understand why and hopefully these meetings serve as a, a foundation for uh, our future virtual school and offering services through the virtual school uh, sigmasolve.net again can assist with uh, your app development or you know web design or pretty much reach out to john to you know ask him uh, about potential safety measures that he's taking in regards to <laughs> <laughs> because i i know i personally you know will be you know utilizing the the grocery wipe down um, because uh, like, I, I understand when I go to the grocery store, I do touch stuff. Um, and I didn't really think about that prior to, you know, how many other people are touching and or breathing on stuff like that. Um, so, you know, being able to utilize this and maybe add to what we already have existing and surviving through, you know, this current world pandemic. Um, you know, I, I definitely have to thank you and salute you, John, for, you know, you know, stopping by and um, again, you know, this is a this is a weekly thing that we're doing. We do offer this through our YouTube channel at No Missed Opportunities. So I look forward to any feedback and I have been getting a lot of positive feedback. As you can see, our virtual school um, is set to be open November 22nd and I'm trying to make it so that way um, it's open and a safe environment for our future professionals. So 
I'm going to go ahead and end it unless you have anything else you want to contribute, John. No, it was a great meeting. Uh, very informative videos. Like I said, look forward to seeing how this plays out. All right. Well, I definitely thank you for tapping in again. That's uh, sigmasolve.net for John and no missed opportunities.com. Uh, uh, and I'm Nicholas Drake. You guys have an awesome rest of the day, and I look forward to your involvement in the future. Yep. Have a good day.